Hey everyone, this is Ben Chapman. Thank you for listening to Luminous Church Podcast. It's always an honor that you would take time out of your day to listen to us. We hope that you would see Jesus more clearly today and that you would also be inspired to make a difference wherever you find yourself. Enjoy today's sermon and God bless you. That's what's amazing, and that's what Disney does. Disney brings about this um, ability to just bond people and bond cultures and and just bond um, people from all over the place and bring this friendship about. I, I love the remake. I'm actually glad they did it. I, I, I'm a throwback 1992, but the remake, which we'll see a couple of clips from here in a moment, is actually awesome because... They really did a great job um, uh, to really bridge the gap between the cultural uh, discrepancies that was in the first movie. And so um, they really tried to break down Orientalism. They tried to do different things like that in order just to bridge the gap and realize, hey, man, in our society, in our culture, we need to we really need to be woke and we need to really understand that there's people hurting. And so so they got a multicultural um, um, cast and, and and it just really went above and beyond to do this. And I'm excited that my kids got to watch it in that light. I love the 1992 throwback. There's so many great things about it. But I love, I love the fact that my kids are watching it in a way that, that is, is um, multicultural and, and almost multidimensional if you will. And so I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful that they got to watch it like that. And I'm thankful that we get to bring this movie back. And, and I wanted to sit on a rug right there and sing along with Caleb because it was just so good. I was singing actually, and it was awesome. You know, my, my friend, uh, when I think about Aladdin, there's, there's all the cliches and all the parallels that we know right away. Uh, when we see this movie and you grew up in church, you automatically bring these cliches or these parallels. And we're going to do some of that today. Uh, but, but my friend um, Peter, who pastors the church, the Springs in San Marcos, Texas, um, our sister church and Every Nation Church, he, after he saw this movie, he wrote on Facebook, he said, it really is a whole new world with Jesus. It really is a whole new world with Jesus. Uh, it, it makes this song that much more alive that when you realize that God has taken your old world and he's flipped it upside down and given you a new world, a new perspective, a new creation, it, you could sing that song with that much more anthem, that much more energy. And what I really, um, it, it, that's amazing. And I think that that's worthy to uh, preach on this morning, but what I really want to talk about is I want to talk about friendship today. Because if you look at the movie Aladdin, there's friendship throughout the movie. There's the friendship that happens between uh, Aladdin and Jasmine. There's friendship between Aladdin and the genie. There's, it's, it's just a friendship movie. And in John 15, God has a lot to say about friendship. And as Jesus is talking in John 15, 9, he says, as the Father has loved me, so I have loved you. Now remain in my love. If you keep my commands, you will remain in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commands and remain in his love. I have told you this so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. My command is this, love each other as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. And then Jesus says this in verse 14, you are my friends if you do what I command. I no longer call you servants because a servant does not know 
his master's business. Instead, I have called you friends. For everything that I learned from my father, I have made known to you. You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you so that you might go and bear fruit. Fruit that will last. And so that whatever you ask in my name, the father will give you. This is my command. Love each other. Love each other. It's an incredible passage in John 15 as Jesus is talking to his disciples because all of a sudden he is opening up their mind to this idea that you can be friends with God. Now, now it, it, it's not a strange concept because you see the father of Israel was also called a friend of God, which we'll read about in a moment. Abraham was a friend of God. He was brought into this place. If you will, a friendship is like this inner circle of knowing each other's business, being in each other's lives. And we see this in, in not only this movie, but we see how Jesus has talked about that you are my friends if you do what I command. The, 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 story, of, the story takes a surprising turn in this movie when, when Aladdin invites Jasmine on a magical carpet ride. And Aladdin begins to say this line, do you trust me? Y'all remember it because all the girls are like, yes. And all the guys are like, I'm using that in the seventh grade, you know. You want to give me a girl? Do you trust me? Let's go to McDonald's. Okay. <clears throat> Do you trust me? And, and trust, if you're taking notes, this is the first point, trust is the linchpin to all friendship. Trust is the linchpin. What I mean by linchpin is I, is I worked in the oil field, and if you work in any kind of machinery or whatnot, you need a linchpin so that, that you can keep everything in place. And, and trust is that thing that keeps everything in place. It's without trust, the, the, the thing breaks, the thing falls apart. Just give it enough time, and it will become unraveled and even, even dangerous if you work in machinery, even dangerous without a linchpin and and trust is the linchpin of friendship and this is what we read about in this moment is Latin's extending this trust this linchpin to Jasmine and she accepts it because not only did she accept it in that moment she accepted remember in the square when she was running for her life with Aladdin and in movie number two and and there's this moment where Aladdin's running around and Aladdin was a nobody right he was a nobody. He had to, he had to steal to get ahead. He was poor. He was a hopeless romantic. You know, some of y'all can relate to that in this room. He, he was, he was a riffraff. And, and yet he was this man who was, was also, also a diamond in a rough. He actually had a good heart and he presented and he, when he saw need, he would reach out. And he would meet that need. And remember, he feeds the, the, the homeless kid or maybe an orphan kid on the street because he knows what it was like to be there. And he was also the one trying to save Jasmine and extending that line of trust. You see, friendship is built on trust. Friendship's built on trust. And in this movie, there's a great clip where we have the genie and the genie talks about friendship. So let's check it out. Watch this. Here I go. Uh oh. Watch out. Uh -oh. You know why I'm here? 
Alibaba, he had them 40 thieves. Shahrazad, he had a thousand tails. But master, you're in luck because up your sleeves, you got a brand of magic never fails. You got some power in your corner now, heavy ammunition in your camp. You got some punch pizzazz. And how? All you gotta do is rub that lamp, and then I'll say, Mr. Man, what's your name? Whatever, what will your pleasure be? Let me take your order, I'll jot it down You ain't never had a friend like me Life is your restaurant And I'm your maitre d' Come whisper to me whatever it is you want You ain't never had a friend like me We pride ourselves on service You the boss, the king, the shop Say what you wish is yours to dish How about a little more baklava? Have some of column A Try all of column B I'm in the mood to help you, dude. You ain't never had a friend like me. Oh, uh, this the big part. Watch out, this the big part. Oh, can your friends do this? Can your friends do that? Can your friends pull this? Out of they little hat. Can your friends go? Of the land, I can sing rap dance if you give me a chance. Oh! Don't sit there, buggy eyed. I'm here to answer all your midday prayers. You got me bona fide, certified. Got a genie for your shocks affairs. I got a powerful urge to help you out. So, what you wish? I really want to know. You got a list that's three miles long, no doubt. All you gotta do is rub like so. Mr. Aladdin, yes, one wish or two or three. Well, I'm on the job, you big nabob. You ain't never had a friend, never had a friend. You ain't never had a friend, never had a friend. You ain't never, never had a friend. You ain't never had a friend like me. Come on, who's seen Aladdin in here yet? Who has not seen Aladdin? All of you right now just believe in Will Smith, right? Because that was awesome. That was awesome. We just wanted to show the whole clip because it's that amazing. I mean, goodness, definitely different than the Robin Williams rendition, although he did well. This was this was amazing moment. I, I love this aspect because we read about it. Is you have you have this this man in this movie who's poor, who's down and out, who's hopeless, and and then he comes upon a lamp and he stumbles upon a lamp like this. Isn't this an amazing lamp? It's awesome. And uh, he stumbles upon this lamp, and, and then all of a sudden, there's a genie that pops out and gives him and grants him the ability to change his situation, to, to change his situation immediately. And how many of you know that that would be just amazing, right? If we could just all have a wish, what would it be? You know, and, and we're telling our neighbor right now, okay, this is what my wish would be. But, but I think oftentimes is, uh, we, we sometimes will come into church and come into situations and, and as we present the gospel and we present Jesus, we, we don't necessarily do a holistic viewpoint. We don't necessarily do a great job of presenting the gospel. We don't necessarily do a great job of presenting who Jesus is because Jesus says that if you believe in me and trust in me, 
And then there's this moment of friendship that begins to happen and you will be a new creation or have new life. And everybody jumps on that and says, man, I'm on. Sign me up. You come to the altar. You give your life. And, and then all of a sudden, you, you, you may have some change, some internal change, but, but your situations don't necessarily change, right? You you still have the same amount of debt. You still you still right have the same marriage tensions. You you still aren't passing school. You there there are so many things that we still have even though we came and we surrendered our life to Jesus. And wouldn't it be great if, if Jesus were like the genie and I could just rub this? I'm going to hold this thing the whole service. I could just, I could just rub this and, and all of a sudden I just say, hey, Jesus, would you just take away my debt? You know, hey, Jesus, will you give me a smoking hot wife? Which he did. That was awesome. But it wasn't overnight. Uh, Jesus, would you, would you change my situation? Would you change this? And, and I just, I think sometimes when we look at Jesus, we, we have an idea of him. And I think the church is at fault somewhat. But we hope that he would be genie Jesus to us. We hope that he would change our life and our circumstance immediately. We hope that everything would get better instantaneously if, if I, just three prayers if God I'll believe in you if you do this and I'll believe in you if you do this and I'll believe in you if you do this and if you do those three things then then we can enter into this friendship and relationship but I, I just want to encourage you that Jesus does not work like a genie that Jesus does not work like a genie but Jesus has a lot of what the genie has in this movie. He has friendship. He, he, he wants to be your friend. He wants to go on this journey with you. And he wants to encourage you. And throughout this movie, and, and it's not released yet, so we couldn't get all the clips. He, he's like, you know, dabbling his fingers and doing like bonus wishes. You know, he's, he's helping Aladdin, you know, be smooth and dance and do different things like that. He's, he's throwing it out there. And I, I feel like Jesus is somewhat like that. Is he, He's going to help you out as you're trying to walk this out he's gonna he's gonna come alongside you and he's gonna teach you how to how to talk and how to love and how to be full of grace he he really desires not to to be a genie but to be a friend Jesus wants to be a friend if you leave here today with anything I want you to know that Jesus desires friendship with you he desires to walk with you and be in this relationship with you that that would be close and personal. And this, honestly, is a concept that is somewhat unfathomable. The, the creator God, the creator of the universe, not who created angels and cherubims and did all this stuff, but they don't even have the privilege to be his friend. You see, he reserved that privilege for us. For you and me. You see, when you look at it and you study Jesus and you study how he, how he is and how he created and how he moves. And you look at the, the study of God and this theology and you realize how omnipotent he is and all powerful and all great he is. He's so amazing. And he created you to be his friend. I don't know about you, but, but I, I give in to the friendships 
right, who have my best interest in mind. You know those friendships who always want to get your back, who helps you out, who, who's going to help you out of a bind, who, who is there to listen. And you know, if something tragic were to happen at midnight tonight, you know that, that you could call that person and they would pick up the phone or they would text you back. It, it, there's just something about a friend who reciprocates the friendship. And how powerful is it, how amazing is it that the almighty God who knows everything and is in your life and knows every detail about you wants an exchange of friendship. And he wants to get your back. And in this movie, Aladdin, we see that the genie is warning Aladdin to be careful about what you wish for. Be careful what you ask for. He, he says this moment, he says that, well, I'm going to try to find it. I don't, I don't remember where it is. But he says, uh, <clears throat> essentially he says, Hey, be careful, I'll sum it up, be careful to not ask for money or power because that could change who you are. Be careful not to ask for money or power because when you have the ability to ask for anything, that's oftentimes what people resort to. I want to be more powerful and I want more money. I want to be in this place. And so he warns them not to do that. But, but throughout this exchange, throughout this exchange, he, he loves him and he befriends him. Throughout this exchange, he loves him and befriends him. And that's what love is. Love is an exchange. It's an exchange. Friendship is an exchange. It's an exchange. It's not one-sided. If it's one-sided, it almost becomes a servant relationship. Right. Friendship is an exchange where we would exchange with one another. And this is what God wants for us is that he doesn't want it just to be one sided. He doesn't want to just be our friend. He wants us to be his friend. This perfect exchange. And in this moment, friends, we see that friends not only exchange, but they also get each other's back. And so the genie sees Aladdin and he gets his back. Check it out. I don't know who you think I am. Goodbye, Aladdin. No! No! this unless you make a wish you have to make a wish come on wake up okay try and form the words i wish kid come on wake up wake up you need to think 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 There's, okay okay a little gray area here but it's worth a try 
I, Aladdin, being of sound body and mind, declare that my second wish is to be saved from certain doom. I took the liberty to backdate that a day. I hope you don't mind. Yes, here we go. Come on. I love that scene. You may remember that from the cartoon. So we see that that friendship is built on trust, right? That there's an exchange between friendship. And then we see that friendship gets each other's back. That that friends will come in and help you when you can't even help yourself. They'll pick you up off the ground. We read that in Ecclesiastes 4, 9 through 10. Two are better than one because they have a good return for their labor. If either one of them falls down, one can help the other up. But pity anyone who falls and has no one to help them up. What a great, what a great verse that, that friends are going to help you up, that they will see you on the floor. And how many of you know that you've been maybe sowing your feelings where you don't want help up? Have you ever been that way? Maybe you aren't drowning. Maybe your hands aren't tied, but it feels as though you can't talk. You clam up and you can't really say what's happening. I'm going to tell you that a, a friend, a friend will come in and they will rescue you and they're going to help you get past all the clamminess, if you will. You can tweet that. A friend will help you get past the clamminess. The, a friend will come in and they're going to save you. A friend's going to come in and get your back. A friend's going to help you up. And this is an important part of friendship. And I want to tell you, as, as you are a friend with Jesus and Jesus is a friend with you, you're going to see that Jesus may not grant these amazing wishes, but there will be these times when you do cry out to God and you pray and he shows up and he moves on your behalf and he comes in a place and he does something supernatural like rescue you in that moment you see i'm not dismissing that jesus can do supernatural things i'm i'm saying that jesus wants to do supernatural things in your life but it may not be how you see it you see he's a great friend and he knows he has your best interest in mind friends get your back and and not only that but friends will speak up have you noticed that friends will speak up for you? They'll speak up against things that are unrights and not rights. And, and what I love about this is God is a friend of Abraham. We read in James 2 that, that Abraham is called a friend of God. And we read about this moment that's so amazing. But, but I want to tell you that friends, friends um, that friendship is not just one-on-one, but God is a friend with a people. Just like sometimes we are a friend of a people. We are a friend of the body of Christ. And when we see an injustice with a people group, then we oftentimes may may step over and befriend a people group if they are called sons and daughters of God. If they're they're friends, we're going to step up for these friendships. And in this movie, something that they added that we have not seen yet. And if you haven't seen the movie, you, you may have heard this song. But this is a moment when we have to speak up. Written in stone, every rule, every word, centuries old and unbending. Stay in your place, better seen and not heard. Well, now that story's ending. Cause I, I cannot start to crumble. So come on and try, try to shut me and cut me.
Man, so that's a powerful song right there, this speechless song, and, and uh, just amazing in every way. But the whole idea of it in this movie is where Jasmine comes to this place where they're just trying to silence her over and over again, that, that you can't be sultan, you can't have any authority, that, that, that you, you're not an equal, you're a second citizen, you're second class. And, and I just love that they put this in the movie. The fact is that, that women are not second class, that women actually have a voice and they have, they have a rights and there's things about them that are amazing. And, and so it's an, a powerful moment when sometimes a woman will just have to stand up and, and speak out. And, and, and we read this in Scripture in Esther where, where, where there's this moment where the people of God are persecuted. And, and they're actually they're, their whole race is threatened and they're about to be eliminated and possibly um, possibly killed. And in Esther chapter 4, we have Mordecai who goes up to Esther and Esther at this moment is elevated to this position of queen and at that time it was not appropriate for the queen to speak to the king and so she asked the Lord for wisdom and Esther on how to speak up for her people how to have the courage and the boldness to speak up for what's right according to God's word and God's testimony and for for this friendship of God's people and and in verse 14 of chapter 4 Mordecai says this, for if you remain silent at this time, relief and deliverance for the Jews will arise from another place, but you and your father's family will perish. Mordecai says in this moment that yeah, this is God's people. God's never going to turn his back on his people, that God's going to deliver his people. But there's this moment that God wants to include you in what he's doing in his story on earth. And God may want to include you to speak up in maybe a situation. And you realize that God has been pushing you and pulling you maybe to speak up for somebody who's down and out. Somebody who's, who's cast away. And, and he may include you, want to include you in his story. But I'm going to tell you that this is amazing part is that God's in control. And, 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 and you know what it sometimes we just have to say yes and if we don't say yes then then somebody else is going to rise up because God's will will be accomplished on the earth and in this moment we read that we, we see that Jasmine she decides hey I'm going to stand up in this moment I'm going to not be silent I'm not going to be speechless but I'm going to stand up for this injustice and I'm not telling you and I nor do I um, want to tell you what injustice to stand up for there's some I, I don't want to do that I want the Lord to show you I want the Bible to show you I want I want your your relationship with Jesus to reveal that to you but I do think that there are moments that we need to stand up. We need to stand up for, for, for people and races. And, and, and not only Esther did she stand up for, for the people of God. She stood up and she became a friend as she stood up, which is so amazing. Not only that, but we see Jesus do this throughout his ministry. When he saw a woman caught in adultery, he, everything around him, Amy and the law would say to stone her right there. But Jesus was at this place where he actually stood up for this woman caught adultery. He stood up and he stood in the gap and he said, he who without sin throw the first stone. And as a result, everybody walked away and the woman thanked him. And what did he respond to the woman? He didn't say, go, keep doing what your feelings say. Keep doing what your heart is telling you to do. He says, go and sin no more. Get out of adultery and start walking in faithfulness to God. And in that moment, she was, had the courage to do that because she understood how much she was loved. 
and how much she was going to die. And yet God saved her life. You see, when God comes into your life and he saves you, you realize, man, in my depravity, in my sin, I deserve to die. But when Jesus shows up and he stood up for you and he said, hey, I'm going to pay the price for you and I'm going to exchange my life for your lives so that you couldn't, won't just keep sinning as, as maybe you have a propensity or a feeling to sin, but so that you would stand up for what's right and go and sin no more. So that you would experience grace. This is what friendship does. Friendship will begin to lay down its life, their life for one another as we read. And in James 2 verse 14 it says this. What good is it, my brothers and sisters, if someone claims they have faith but has no deeds, can such faith save them? Verse 15. Suppose a brother or a sister is without clothes and daily food. If one of you says to them, go in peace, keep warm and well fed but does nothing about the physical needs, what good is it? In the same way, faith by itself is not accomplished or accompanied by action is dead. But someone will say, you have faith, I have deeds. Show me your faith without deeds, and I will show you my faith by my deeds. You believe that there is one God, good. Even the demons believe that and shudder. You foolish person, do you want evidence that faith without deeds is useless? Was not our father Abraham considered righteous for what he did when he offered his son Isaac on the altar? You see that his faith and his actions were working together and his faith was made complete by what he did. And the scripture was fulfilled that says Abraham believed God and it was a credit to him as righteousness and he was called God's friend you see that a person is considered righteous by what they do and not by faith alone there's this moment where there's this action where there's this follow-through with i'm not just going to say it but i'm going to live it i'm not just going to profess it but i'm going to walk in it and and aladdin made a promise to the genie he said something he said i'll set you free with my last wish genie and then when it became inconvenient, he was torn because am I going to be a friend and follow through on what I said? Or am I going to do what I want to do? Take a look at this last clip. All right, here's what I'm thinking. Aladdin, warrior prince, a noble heart in a land where thieves run feral. Jasmine! You like it? No? Okay, all right, I hear you loud and clear. All right, but this is what you need. The governing laws of Agrabah by royal decree, okay? And here it is, must marry a prince. Right, but you say the words and this law just kind of like goes away. You and the princess are in it together forever. You can just make the law disappear? <laughs> Please, like it never existed. All right, last wish, let's get it. Okay. Last wish. Genie? I'm ready. Hold on. Here we go. I wish. Third and final wish. I wish to set you free. What?
Ay. Wait, wait, wait. Um, tell, tell me to do something. Um, get me some jams. Get it yourself? Get your own jams. you stand with me this morning I, I want to as we begin to close I want to flip the script on us a little bit you see when we started Aladdin we started talking about Aladdin started talking about genie and Jesus and comparing those two and talking about how Jesus is not a genie but he is a friend and he would have this anthem this song you never had a friend like me he would Jesus would sing that song for sure but I want to flip the script here because the movie is not gospel, but here is the gospel. In this last scene, the, the genie is not Jesus, but the genie is us. You see, in this last scene, the genie is us. We're shackled completely. We have no freedom, no rights. We're, we're captivated in our own sin and our own wishful thinking. But in this moment, Aladdin uses his last wish to set the genie free. I'm going to tell you that Jesus didn't use a last wish to set you free and break shackles out of your life. But he actually gave his life. He, he was selfless in this moment of not, not, um, not looking only to what was easy, but he was looking to what was best. He was looking at you and me and he said, this is best. And in this moment, he extends an invitation to the gospel. He says, I'm laying down my life so that you can be a new creation. You can have new life and that the shackles can fall off. And it doesn't mean the bills get paid overnight and it doesn't mean a situation may change overnight. But what it does mean, instead of being shackled, you're now free. Instead of letting your circumstance define you, you have a definition of who you are as a free son and daughter because of what he has done for you. I'd love to pray for you before you leave today. If you wouldn't mind closing your eyes and bowing your head. And Jesus, I, I just thank you so much. Father God, that you have set us free. God, that you have set us free. We are free indeed because you have set us free because you paid the price. And Jesus, you call us friend. And as a friend, you do not want us bound up. You do not want us shackled. You do not want us going through life alone, but you want to come and you want to bring the fulfillment of the promise, the, the linchpin, the cornerstone. Jesus, you are the linchpin. You are the cornerstone. It is you that allows us to trust anything. And so, Jesus, because you fulfilled your promise, we likewise walk in you and fulfill our commitment because that's what friendship is. A commitment to one another. So Lord, I just pray right now for anybody who's lacking this commitment. Who never placed faith in Jesus but wants to do that today. God, I just pray that you would move right now and you reveal that to that person. And Jesus, for any of us who may have lacked some friendship and not treated God as friend but treated him as genie, Lord, we just ask for forgiveness. And Lord, let us align ourselves with you, believing that you have our best interests in mind. 
Show us as a friend on how to walk this out. Show us as a friend how to get out of debt. Show us as a friend how to love our wife, to love our husband. Show us as a friend how to be a great teacher this year. Show us as a friend how to be a great steward of the platform that you've given us. Show us as a friend. And Lord, we lean to you. We trust you as you show us. We love you. Everybody said amen. Well, before you leave today, I want to encourage you. We're going to have some altar workers, some prayer workers up here. And I want to encourage you, maybe if you never placed your faith in Jesus, but you were resonating with that and you want to do that, to fill out a connect card and just say, I'm, I'm going to decide to follow Jesus today and bring that to an altar worker. We'd love to pray for you. If you have any other prayer requests, come get prayer. Come, come to the altar, get prayer. We love you. Remember, next week is our last Sunday for at the movies. So you've enjoyed these backdrops. You've enjoyed the movies or you haven't. But regardless, bring somebody. It's going to be awesome. Have a great Sunday.